0: Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from the second week in Ordinary Time, Saturday. A reading from the second book of Samuel. David returned from his defeat of the Amalekites and spent two days in Ziklag. On the third day, a man came from Saul's camp with his clothes torn and dirt on his head. Going to David, he fell to the ground in homage. David asked him, Where do you come from? He replied, I have escaped from the camp of the children of Israel. Tell me what happened, David bade him. He answered that many of the soldiers had fled the battle, and that many of them had fallen and were dead, among them Saul and his son Jonathan. David seized his garments and rent them, and all the men who were with him did likewise. They mourned and wept, and fasted until evening for Saul and his son Jonathan, and for the soldiers of the Lord of the clans of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. Alas, the glory of Israel, Saul, slain upon your heights, how can the warriors have fallen? Saul and Jonathan, beloved and cherished, separated neither in life nor in death, swifter than eagles, stronger than lions, Women of Israel, weep over Saul, who clothed you in scarlet and in finery, who decked your attire with ornaments of gold. How can the warriors have fallen in the thick of the battle, slain upon your heights? I grieve for you, Jonathan, my brother. Most dear have you been to me. More precious have I held love for you than love for women. How can the warriors have fallen? The weapons of war have perished. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. Let us see your face, Lord, and we shall be saved. Let us see your face, Lord, and we shall be saved. O shepherd of Israel, hearken. O guide of the flock of Joseph, from your throne upon the cherubim shine forth before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Rouse your power and come to save us. Let us see your face, Lord, and we shall be saved. O Lord of hosts, How long will you burn with anger while your people pray? You have fed them with the bread of tears and given them tears to drink. In ample measure, you have left us to be fought over by our neighbors, and our enemies mock us. Let us see your face, Lord, and we shall be saved. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came with his disciples into the house. Again the crowd gathered, making it impossible for them even to eat. When his relatives heard of this, they set out to seize him, for they said, He is out of his mind. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Generally, it's not considered a compliment to be thought to be out of your mind. But if you're going to imitate a crazy, crazy person, Jesus would be the guy you'd imitate, right? Now, why exactly did Jesus' relatives think him insane? Maybe because he had a nice life in Nazareth, and now he was pursuing a you know career, I guess you could call it that, that comes with no salary uh, and such long hours that he didn't have time to eat. Maybe it's because he was drawing negative attention from the religious leaders even as he claimed to be serving God. Jesus took on a high-risk, low-reward ministry, at least in worldly terms, because of his radical dedication to the love of his father. Crazy? To some people, yeah. But to true disciples, it's, it's the only sane thing to do. In the United States, um, on this anniversary of the uh, Supreme Court decision, Roe versus Wade, we observe a day of prayer for the protection of unborn children. In our nation, there is perceived to be uh, a wide polarization between those who are pro-life and those who are pro-choice. Each side accuses the other of hatred. It's it's hard to have a debate when each side is pointing a shotgun at the other one. Prevailing opinion holds right now that the status quo in regard to abortion rights is about to significantly change. Pro-lifers are cautiously but jubilantly optimistic. I would propose, though, that things are about to get way tougher for pro-lifers you see it's easy to point fingers and to demonize the opposition that requires no real action except protest and, and protest for most of us at least is a little more than a vocal exercise an occasional pro-life rally prayers in front of an abortion clinic fervent support of pro-life legislation and legislators and all too often a certain self-righteousness comes with that creeps into our hearts Maybe, maybe you remember these inspired words from our first reading a couple of weeks ago from the first letter of St. John, when he tells us, if anyone says, I love God, but hates his brother, he is a liar. For whoever does not love a brother whom he has seen, cannot love God whom he has not seen. The children for whom we have been fighting and praying these last almost 50 years are the unborn and thus unseen. A change in legislation could make many of them very visible, very much seen. Saying, uh, saying what is wrong is easy, but doing what is right is hard. Loving the visible child and, and his or her mother and father requires more than protest, prayers, and votes. It demands extraordinary generosity, physical sacrifice, and real human touch. You can't do it from afar. If, if we truly strive to love the unseen God, We have to show it in our love for those suffering ones he has placed right in our midst. And it's easier to love the unborn than it is to love the addicted, the homeless, the public sinner, and the rightly or wrongly accused. How painfully ironic it is for me when I see the fervent support of the the pro-life cause when we witness in blissful ignorance other lives being unjustly destroyed in our very midst. And so, yes, today we must pray. We must pray for the protection of all unborn children, for their mothers, for their families. We have to pray for fruitful dialogue to end the root causes of abortion. We have to pray for the conversion of heart for we who fall so far short of being authentically pro-life by by failing to love our brothers and sisters whom we can see while loving a God, or so we say, loving a God that we cannot see. May the Lord bless and heal our nation, and may the Lord bless and heal our church. God bless you.